0: informer <laughs> what's up everybody this is Joaquin <laughs> <laughs> this is Jay and uh, this is the overflow podcast that this is outcry.com Jay couldn't speak he was uh, laughing because I opened up with informer no. snow. I bought it with snow. No, that <laughs> song. Informer. The gibberish
1: you said afterwards. What? Well, because I can
0: never understand what he said.
1: <laughs> I don't think anyone could ever understand what he said. I think um Jim Carrey understood it perfectly when he, when he, when he did that parody on um in Living Color.
0: Yeah, but you know they had time to write. I I, I just came up with that off the top of my off the top of the dome. <laughs> so I didn't have time to to write. But yeah, uh, you know that was one of those weird, catchy songs that I don't know was just a cool song back in the, back of the day. And we don't even know why. And you know he was Canadian. He wasn't even like, you know, like a north, like a well, was he, he, he was North American? Yeah, he was like Canadian. And he, uh, I saw something about. It. And I don't even know why we're talking about snow. All I know is that he was Canadian. I'm pretty sure. If anybody out there can. Can uh, tell me I'm wrong, then you go ahead and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> but I'm like 99 percent sure that he was Canadian. He was informer. He was informing on the USA. He was a no, snitch. he wasn't. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was talking about being falsely accused or by the cops for something.
0: You know, that's what you think because no one could really understand the whole. Yeah, Canadian.
1: Ah, in your face, sucker! Canadian reggae musician Snow with his one-hit wonder. That's all he needed. Produced by MC Shan. Did you MC, know
0: that? I did I know it was produced by MC Shan? Wow! Did you see now? Okay, so I'm about to take it. Like, really, kind of way back for a little bit. But did you see what MC Shan did? Like this diss rap. Like he did this diss freestyle. at KRS One. Like it was garbage. And then KRS One came back. It was like. Like, MC Sean's, like, MC Shans like, this um, was something like six minutes long or something. Yeah. And KRS-One came back with a minute and a half. It just destroyed him.
1: Really? I didn't see the response. I didn't know he responded. <laughs> I'm going to have to was, look that up. He responded. It was it was, it was ugly. So, um, yeah, a coworker of mine sent me the, the disc. Right. Um, it was MC, pretty cool. MC Sean's thing, and, um, like, like, two or three minutes in, I got tired of it.
0: Yeah, but it was pretty clever because he, so he, he used a lot of, like... He used a lot of, a lot of like references, references from old songs. From the, you know, from the old KRS-One songs. From but, the old Boogie boogie Down Productions boogie
1: Down, but, songs. But, yeah, but like, KRS-One
0: came back and just... I got
1: so tired of listening to minute it.
0: Minute and a half, bro. I'm not to try, I didn't know you responded. I will check that out. We'll, we'll look at it as soon as this is done because it's a minute and a half of just awesomeness. But so for, <laughs> for those of you that might not be understanding, what the heck we're talking about we're just two we're, old guys talking about old old guys talking that's about it. old rappers and their beefs um and so and, too- and and i like really
1: really like son you're too old to be beefing like that on a song that was out like in the 80s <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. i was in middle school when B- yeah B- came right. out. like yeah, I, I had that album on wax oh nice right like my brothers and i we put our money together we bought yeah. it together you know, if you'd only play with mom and dad waiting around. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, like, that's, hit, I was in middle school, man. you hear, you right. hear
0: that, Milka? <laughs> you should punish him now, the next time you see him. man. Nah, it's, we already got caught. But, uh, yeah, so it was just, it's funny, it's funny. What's funny about that is, is, like, you know, it's at, at a certain point, you just get too old for that nonsense. Or you, would, you would think you'd get too old for that nonsense. Like at a certain point, like, you got to stop fighting with people and just beefing about stuff that happened 20, 30 years ago.
1: Yeah. Too old. And I think that's part of why I, tur- I, like, I shut it down when I was listening to it. Right. I'm like, dude, I mean, not only are you too old to be for, for this beef, but, like, even the songs that you're referencing,
0: like, Nobody really now. Nobody like none, of these, none of these new hip hop kids. N- nobody under 30 5. nobody <laughs> under like thirty-five. Nobody understands like thirty-five. Like at
1: the low end. They don't know it's, what you're just, referencing. I don't know what you're talking about. They don't know who you are. what is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like cause the bridge is over. The bridge is over. But we're not. Our beef isn't over. Say like, what? What bridge? What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, it, it was um. So you're gonna love KRS One's response. Yeah, I, I, I look forward it. to it. Um. So. Yeah, man. So it's just been uh, it's been a crazy week. Um, that was one of the things that happened this week. That just it, you know what it just made me chase the 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 hip hop beef rabbit hole there for a little bit. <laughs> like remember Cannab- cannabis when him and LL got into it? Yeah. Oh, that was that was such a good that was now that was a good battle. That was a pretty good battle. But anyway, for those of you that for those of you that know we're talking about, we're gonna go ahead and geriatric hip hop beef. Geriatric hip hop beef. <laughs> and you guys are too over that. <laughs> but um, a lot of people just twirl for a lot of stuff. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, you're gonna leave that right there. Yeah, just leave, park it. Just we'll we'll take it up some other time. But um, yo man, so it's the end of the week. Um, it's been a pretty slow week of work for me. Um, pretty nice. We've been training uh, this new guy who we think will be around for. Is it the Coca Cola kid? Yeah, he's the well, he's a grown man. Don't call him a kid. He's a Coca yeah, but Cola guy. Wasn't that a guy. movie like the Coca Cola kid? Was it?
1: It's something like that. I it was
0: a Flamingo Kid. Uh huh. But that's true. I tell you what though, like he he uh, almost made me want to like apply Coca Cola because he was like free cokes. You should. You should yeah, free the, free kidney stones and diabetes. The pay, you know. Hey. You know that's true. No, <laughs> no, because you know you also you also you, you mix it up right. You had the. Coke. You drink a water. You have See, a coke. You have a
1: coke and a just, Dasani.
0: Just, just coke, a Dasani. Dasani. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. The only, the only thing is like you can't, like they won't let you bring any food associated with Pepsi. So no Taco Bell. No Taco Bell. No no Kentucky Fried no Chicken. No no, no
1: Cheetos. Um, Cheetos. Yeah. Cheetos is owned by Pepsi. I, I didn't Frito Lay is owned by
0: Pepsi. Oh, was he because he was telling us that there was a snack. That they used to have um, in their snack machines, and he said, as soon as that that company signed with Pepsi, like he goes next thing you know, you see the snap machines open, <laughs> just get rid of all those Dang, snacks. yo, it's serious. And then, and then the next day it was like so, like Tom's, like some generic, you know, like the generic, you know, chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must
1: have been that because Frito Lay, Frito Lay belongs to Pepsi. Yeah, it was, it's funny, it because like, Frito Lay, because over Frito-Lay. here in the states, it's Frito Lay, right? And it's its own logo, but. I don't know if you know this, but like in Puerto Rico, in Puerto Rico, it's, frit- it's Frito Lay. It, yeah, it's Frito Lay. <laughs> but if you look at the packaging or whatever, you have the Pepsi logo all over it, the PepsiCo and like whatever oh, the really? symbol no. is, yeah, all over it. That's, no. that's 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 how I that's why you oh, Pepsi Frito Lay. Eh, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, all I know is I think yeah, Frito Lay had a had a plant in um in down there by a Perry and Warner Robins. And if you knew somebody that worked for him, every once in a while you get boxes full of chips <laughs> so that's all i remember about them <laughs> like free chips fritole
1: is like the main the main brand of chips in puerto rico so it was uh it
0: was it was pretty hilarious.
1: i told you about puerto rico do you know that you can now buy limbell in a store for a dollar the same little no. cups that we used to buy for
0: for that we used to get for a quarter from right. from la missy down the street from la senora down the street now they have those from, cups from la Sen-
1: senora meri they're selling them for a dollar in stores, oh, like in nice. supermarkets. That's cool.
0: Dude, whoever, I mean, whoever came up with that idea is brilliant. Is a genius. Because I'll spend a dollar. <laughs> right? Like, cause cause you're like, well, when I was a kid it was a quarter, but then you're like, well, but we're older now, inflation. Like you have that ration you like you rationalize that. No, all, all I'm thinking is that I hope they had limon, because that was the, my favorite. Like Missy from down the street, she died years she ago. Died years ago.
1: <laughs> she was already old. When we were kids. Well, you know,
0: last time when I was in Puerto Rico, uh, was it two years ago now? Um man, I wanted something meat, man, I, you know, and I went and I ate right? that's all I did for like two weeks. I'm, yeah, I remember the pictures. It, it's amazing I didn't like die right <laughs> because for about seven or eight straight days, all I drank was cola champagne and and maita like ate, and ate all that all it those just ate all that food. fried food and but you know, but it's so hot you kind of, you sweat a lot of that out anyway. That's true, but um, I drank so much cola champagne that. One day I like went and I was like I couldn't taste it. That's that's, 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 that's right? Like I just couldn't even taste it anymore. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I switched over to to my thai, and coffee or something. I can't remember, but um, uh, yeah. So I, I go to San Juan with my cousin and we're walking around and there was this dude there. He lived in San Juan, so I mean he's been there for you know his family probably owned that house for forever, right? And he sold Limbell for $0.50, $0.75, cents, something like that. All right, so. It was cool.
1: You know who makes Limbell? Who? My mom. No, she don't. My mom makes Limbell, son. I don't son. believe
0: it. I don't believe Mika makes Limbell. She makes Limbell, son. That's got to be shown. It's got to be proven. <laughs> Until I see it, it's not true. She makes Limbell, yo. There's only one thing I take by faith. <laughs> she makes Limbell. Everything,
1: everything else needs to be proven. She was making him all last summer while I was killing it. And you didn't share it with me. Well actually she wasn't really shared all that much. It's just if I happen to be at the house, it's like, Oh, he said. Oh,
0: yeah, well, of course, you know, with your nephews and nieces <laughs> they, just, they don't stand it don't stand a chance no ways. She that makes me, limber. I think I'm hoping that what this summer she, she, make, she what did she make? What which what does she
1: make? What did she make? She made the mani, the vainilla. She didn't oh, make so, any
0: like the fresa or the not, I don't remember. I don't Ooh, remember. I, I don't remember. All I know, I, all I know is limon. Is, limon has always been my favorite, man. <laughs> Dude, tell her. Oh, my goodness. Tell her to make some of limon. My grandmother has some little little limon tree on the back. And she would make mm-hmm. the, the, the juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. Man, do it. You know what? I'm going to Puerto Rico. My mom's going to Puerto Rico Saturday. I'm going to go with her. <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell her to bring you some. <laughs> <No. laughs> Now, hopefully now nah, she's gonna be bring me some more records from my grandfather's collection. So there's that. But um oh, that's dope. But yeah, man. So now nah, I want limbale. Dag nabbit. Ah, I wonder if the Puerto Rico bakery has like a has like a secret stash. I should ask him. Yo, do you guys make secret limbale? <laughs> I'm telling you, mom makes them ask her. Ah, uh, you know what? Like I said, man, proof is in the limbell. So then ask her. Because it's not pudding. Um but yeah, anyway, now I'm freaking hungry for all this deliciously bad food for me. Uh so what's up, man? What's uh what's been going on? I know you've had a, a bit of a rough week. Anything good happened this week? Um I'm breathing.
1: <laughs> barely. Um,
0: um, um uh uh that's for you, Angel. Uh uh um <laughs> I got these new shoes. You got new shoes? Uh, got a new shirt yesterday. Come on, man. Alright, I'll I'll share it. Um so Jay was showing me pictures of Cal and his new little his new kicks. And um and he was fascinated oh. with not only his red shoes, but with the black top.
1: With the black top. No, no way. Something something cool did happen. Um it was last weekend.
0: Well, that's okay. It'll, right it'll, last it'll, weekend. It'll yeah, because count. it, it counts because it, our week
1: counts after after Friday. Yes. Right? So Saturday, Saturday, our buddy Junior. Right. is yes. like he's like we've been friends for like twenty years. Right. Yeah, he's more he's more of a brother than a friend on, of mine. I've
0: only known him for like eight. <laughs>
1: but um <laughs> right. So yeah, he's my brother. He's out of Nashville. He came for the weekend. That's right, right? Because you guys went, we went record shopping,
0: record, got him also, and you got him, um, you got him a record tape, player also, right? Record on Sunday, and... but
1: Saturday, Saturday night, like we went out. Actually, <laughs> it's so funny. We went out shopping for him too. Like he needed clothes for like this big bougie gig that he has coming right. up in Nashville, right?
0: So you know, we get can, when we get to I the house. Say, no, 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 say, no, 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 no. Because
1: we're pressed for time. When uh, we, um, we're good. When we, um, when we got home. I got on Facebook because like, we got home mad late. So I got on Facebook and I'm scrolling whatever and then I see that um, this old friend of Junior and myself who's in Florida not only did he happen to be in Georgia but he happened to not only be but he happened to be in Kennesaw. Right? And then on top of that he was in Kennesaw for the weekend as the guest preacher at my mom's church. Right. Nice. Right? So it was like yeah, is like two, like two coincidental. It was a trifecta, right? So, um, I hit him up. Right now, this guy, we haven't seen each other, like the three of us, we haven't seen each other in like maybe twelve to fifteen years. Okay, okay. Now, this guy was a part of this ministry called Holy Ghost Missions, right? Holy Ghost Missions birthed him. His name is Gabby. Pastor Gabby down there in um in Florida, but. Holy Ghost Missions also birthed um, Sammy Rodriguez, who's like, like big time. Like,
0: I'll take your word for it. No, no,
1: big like, like he's big time. Like he, right now, he's in charge. He's got like a big church in Sacramento. He, um, he just came back from from what I see because we, we we follow each other on Facebook. He just came back from um, speaking at the the Planet Shakers Conference. Right. He um, like you regularly as as a speaker at the White House or like stuff like that, like 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 it's it's so surreal to me to see like this guy who who basically like he inspired me to be a preacher. Right. Right. As a kid. We're not even that we're not even that that far apart in age. I think he's only older than me by two or three years. But when I saw him preach, like I knew it was cemented. I want to be a preacher. Right? So wow. Holy Ghost Missions, Holy Ghost Missions. Wow. It was like just a group. In, 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 and it's funny, right? Because I always I always mention this down here, how different it is now from back then. Because back then, and we're all from different churches, or even like different boroughs in New York. And um, they all just got together and started doing their own, just started and built their own ministry. Right? right? It was funny. We had like a corny tagline. When the devil starts messing, God starts blessing. I, Aww, it was yeah. like, but we made they made like T shirts. I mean, but t- that's n-
0: you know you're talking you know back in the seventies. <laughs> <sense. laughs>
1: right? So like these guys were like my inspiration, and I was the the youngest tag along. I think it was more of a mascot than anything right. <laughs> than anything else with these guys. Right? So yeah, we um I hit him up on Facebook, like Junior and I. We both hit him up on Facebook, and he hit us back, and we. You we went to the Marietta Diner, like, at 10 o'clock at night. Nice. Just to um, just to reminisce. Not just reminisce, but also, like, share on the different things that God is doing with us now. Right? Because, right. like, it's like the, the majority of our lives we've been doing... Well, basically, we've been doing ministry. Right. Right? So, it wasn't just, like, back in the day, but also what's going on now. He told me, okay. like, the... The things that he had to suffer through, like he just planted a church six months ago.
0: Yeah, he, I know, I know. Because I heard him. I heard him. Sunday, right, you came and, on. And he, you came on Sunday, and he talked. Yeah, instead of getting my sleep, he, and he talked. About it. <laughs> That's because I worked overnight. Yeah, let you me, worked me, overnight. You worked from me, six to six. Yeah, let me let's right, yeah. clarify that. <laughs> yeah, right. It was like you heathen. Right, you, you you worked
1: like twelve hours overnight. But um, yeah. I mean, I can share that with you later. But like, you like he's. Like, he went through a lot.
0: Yeah, Junior actually told me a little little. little bit. You know, so it's like, it's rough. Crazy, yeah. Like, this dude,
1: he said something to me. Well, he said something, he shared something with us. I was like, you see, this is why. This is why, like, I made sure that I, like, attached myself to them. Because his heart for ministry, like, it's still there. Right. So basically he was, I hope so. He started a he, church. No, was. no, he bought, but I say for ministry because a lot of people want to start churches. Right. And they end up building like, um, Mon- cathedrals Monuments. for themselves. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 for yeah. Themselves. But this guy, he bought this church and he bought this land. Right. But he uses that only for outreach, for ministry, food bank, counseling. Like they feed like 75 families, right. Families, like four or five people or more, 75 families out of yeah. there they do youth camps and stuff like that. And then he actually pays rent to church. for church services, for church service in a school. Right? He'll pay rent at the auditorium, you know, he has a church building, right? He has a church building, yeah. but he'd rather use that for actual ministry to be real missional about everything. And just to give away and pour back into the community and then like pays rent at a school so that he, so they can hold services there.
0: Okay. That's right. Sure. So,
1: like, it's like, like, it's, it's so rare to hear something like that from somebody. Right? It's just
0: Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's a, that's one of those things that you're like, you just go like, what? <laughs> because I mean, and, and across, just across the board, right. That's just one of those things that you don't, I, I've never heard of anybody doing that. Let me put it that way. I've never heard of a, of somebody paying rent for their services because they were going to use what would, would have been the church building for, the different ministries that, that that are being run out of the church. Right. Like that's that's pretty interesting. That's pretty I mean that's that's an interesting that's an interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah, I was like but, you know I'm like,
1: "What? Wait." It's like I had to like I had to clarify. So you bought this building and this land for your church, but instead you're doing missions through that building and that land and you're paying rent. For a school auditorium to hold your services in, yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, it's like, man, man, that's why I love you, man."
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's. (laughs) But you know, that's pretty brilliant. I mean, he's he's using. He bought a building for the church. He bought a building for his church, and he's ministering to the church. Yeah, he is. (gasps) Whoa, whoa! (laughs) You know, and the thing (laughs) is that
1: that. God has honored him so much that on like non-believers, non-believers have been like donating stuff. And when I say donating stuff, I don't mean like used clothes or sneakers. I'm talking about like vans, trailers. Right. Right? Like stuff like that, see, that to, to to help them go out. Yeah, right? see, that doesn't surprise me. No, no, not at all. But I'm saying like, you know, the measure of your faith, right? The measure yeah, of I faith. Mean, you, uh, you, you 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 do things to honor and glorify God and
0: God will glorify himself by like doing these things yeah, for and, you. Yeah, and he'll to, su- to he'll supply you, right? and uh, you know that draws, you know, because a, a lot of even even if you're a non-believer, you know, a lot of non-believers respect um, when you um, are when you're when you call yourself a Christian um, and you're doing for others. You know, like when when um, you know whenever I'd go to, to my, my mission trips and whatnot. You know, yeah, people that wouldn't set foot in the door, but they would be like, wow, man, that's so awesome what you're doing. Right. That you're going to help some, you know, because cause it, it, it's, um, it, it's funny because in their eyes, that's how the faith should be. And when they, you know, they get to see it, because a lot of times we get so caught up, you know, right? People, just anyone gets so caught up in seeing others and what others are doing. I thought you were a Christian. How come you're doing that? So they get ca- so caught up in the that's. That, um it's funny, it's really a lot of a lot of times as Christians, they get so caught up in that <laughs> as well, <laughs> you know? that's true, you know that uh they get so caught up in that that it's like, um, yo, like like God's pretty big <laughs> pretty, pretty <huge. laughs> yeah, you know that that happened pretty this huge weekend. dude,
1: and um last weekend and then, um and then Sunday he preached again, yeah he preached I was, and we showed up, and he he totally I don't know if you were there already. When he old school Junior and I?
0: Yeah. No, I was... I got there... No, I was there when he called Junior up. When to he called play the him up Keys. to play. But no, this dude,
1: like... He, he. I think I was like 20 minutes late. Like, like he did it. Like, he did it on purpose. And he preached like, for like he two hours. And he introduced himself and talked about all this stuff. And he said, ah, and I'm very proud to say that I've got two old friends that I haven't seen in like... 15 years and I'm so happy that we were able to get together and that they're still doing God's work and they're still in ministry and I would like for them to stand up and wave and say hi to the church and I'm like dude don't do that to me <laughs> I was like seriously? So yo my mom goes to this church I've already been here and not even she did that to me <laughs> so, I, so I, I was like it was real old school I stood up like did a like a, like a fake smile and waved <laughs> right, right. and drew too. to it and afterwards you know we went out hey. to lunch we went out to lunch. He was like, "I got you did I. I got you did I." <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, they called me. They called me early this week. Say, "Thanks for coming and they, did, uh, they, they were there from cuz I feel out the I always fill out the visitors card. They didn't call me. They just sent me an email. they just sent me an email. Well, I got a call, so I felt special. Yeah, you
1: are special cuz I ain't get no phone call. <laughs> right? Or maybe they did. I just didn't pick up cuz
0: Yeah, I didn't pick up either when I first saw the phone, but then I was like, "Well, let me call cuz it was a local number." Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, work. So I called back. I was like, We're, do "You speak Spanish?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah, um, I do." Un poquito. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So if you're in um, the Orlando area, it's um, New Birth Church, and the pastor is Gabby Mejia, Pastor Gabby. Man, if if, if you're in a need of, if you're in need of a church and you're out yeah, there, go check them out. Check them out and. Dude preaches fire, and let him know that that you are, that you showed up because team outcry told you to go.
0: Yes, and maybe he'll invite us. No, I'm just kidding. That's, <laughs> that's not why we do this. But maybe he will. <laughs> no. But that's yeah, that was that was a very cool way to um that was a very cool way to start up start off the week. Um so, you know, with that, uh only other really other thing that I just wanna say is that um did you see that uh new uh Spider Man or or Captain Captain America Civil War trailer where they show it a little bit more of Spider Man. What are you doing? Jay's over there messing with Aquaman.
1: Um, leave him alone. I did, I did. It was like the new TV spot.
0: Yes, where he catches the Winter Soldier's fist.
1: Like Dude, nothing. I think I think the only thing I'm excited about in Captain America Civil War is seeing the Black Panther in action. Yes, and seeing this new Spider Man in action. Yes. I, yes. could, I could I could do without seeing the rest.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I want to see that scene where um, Hawkeye shoots Ant Man. And he's riding with the, the arrow. arrow, and he and he like runs up to uh, Iron Man's arm. And that that's you know, he that's gonna be dope. <laughs> he's gonna like,
1: run inside the suit. That's so Give him that's, a Willy. that's straight from the wait, comics. Willy. It's awesome. Oh <laughs> wait, Willie! <Lily>. But um, <laughs> not I'm
0: just like after
1: that TV spot, like oh like, my oh. goodness.
0: That's next week. Oh, so all, all you comic book movie fans, next week, next Thursday, Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not as excited I'm, I'm exci- to see I'm this. I'm excited. I think. I as BVS, you know, like I think it'll be well, right? Because you know, more of a DC guy, but um, all I know is this: is that if, to me of all the Marvel movies, um, I, I think Captain America: Winter Soldier was probably for me number one
1: yeah I would agree with that and
0: then number two would be um, I concur that Guardians of the Galaxy
1: yeah yeah I think I'm with
0: you on that you know those are like to me those are the alright the top worst one which one the top worst Marvel movie yeah (sighs) there's quite a few well Iron Man 2 and 3 are there um cause I just there was just no one was good (laughs) I'm, you know, I'm not sure. The top, the worst, worst one. Huh. That's one to think about. Right, so why you think about It's not one to think about with me. Now we're talking just the Marvel, not the, like, just the, Marvel. like the Avengers movies. Just the Marvel superhero movies. Or do you mean all the Marvel superhero movies? Like, yeah. Like the X-Men movies? And no, 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 no. I'm just talking about... Marvel Studios. Marvel Studios movies. Okay.
1: Yeah, because I don't want to even talk about the X-Men movies. Right. Just the Marvel Studios movies. Which one? for me Iron Man 3
0: Yeah Iron Man 3 was
1: so bad for me it was so bad that I got up to walk out of the theater and then I remember that I brought my kids with me <laughs> yeah, there was a I mean yeah there was a lot of Like I hated it I hated it more than I hated the fact that Ultron had moving lips in, in the Age of Ultron movie. Yeah, that didn't bother me. That, but it didn't bother me because this was, he was made out of vibranium. If vibranium
0: does did, did his lips move or did his the did face no, kind of like... No, his I'm lips gonna, move. I'm going to watch that again. No, I don't. his lips
1: move. That's, I'm watching it. It's like I'm watching a movie and then him is like, why, again. Why, why, why are his lips moving?
0: Yeah, as much... You know, it's funny because as much shade as they threw it at Batman v Superman, like, you know... You know the two Iron Man movie, the two sequels weren't really that good.
1: They weren't, especially three. And then three, three was, you know what killed, you
0: know what killed what killed me killed me for three was I I didn't even care about the the Mandarin was just an actor or whatever. The worst part of three to me wasn't the Mandarin, which is a lot of the comic book nerds hated, and I and I Including and I this just, one. and I understand that, but it was the fact that he had to be you know Pepper had to save him. Ugh. You know, and it's like, you make all these suits, you think you're, you're such a tough... You know, that's why <laughs> Batman is so much better than Iron Man. Because without the suit, Iron Man ain't nothing. He can't fight. He can't do nothing. He needs his suit. It was garbage. I, I, you know what? Now when I get into argument with, <laughs> with people about Batman and Iron Man, who, who 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 would win? That right there. I that meant right to, there. Iron
1: Man 3 was garbage. It was. And it if, was garbage. It was the worst. It was. It was the worst thing that Marvel Studios put out. Garbage. 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 Garbage, was, garbage. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Garbage. Garbage. And I'm. And I'm purposely saying it with the New York accent, so it could be like <laughs> just
0: the stress, right? It wasn't garbage. It was garbage. Garbage. It was garbage. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Alright, so I'm gonna end with this story because I thought it was so cool. So I saw this little the video. Garbage. I posted it. I posted it. What'd you say? Garbage. Garbage. I posted the video on my on my Facebook wall because I thought it was hilarious. So back in the in the sixties, seventies during Vietnam, uh this guy there was these there were these uh three friends or four friends from New York and uh three of them were in Vietnam and one of them served and he came out and he became a merchant marine. And so when his buddies left, he told him he was, Hey, I'm a, I'll buy you guys a beer and this guy went from new york went to vietnam he took a he took a backpack full of beer and he went and he found his buddies in vietnam and he bought them a beer and he hung out with them for a couple of days and then he, during the war during the war like he he says when they when they got to port the first that's time. that's bananas he that's sees bad. the the MPs and he, his buddy was an MP and he saw the number the unit number or whatever on the helmet. And yeah, he's like, Oh, yeah. he's there. He goes, Hey, where's so and so? You know, oh, he's right over there. And he's like, What are you doing here? He goes, <laughs> what you, I kept told you I'd bring you a beard. He said he had a, it's like 16 PAPS blue, you know, blue ribbon and PBRs in his, his. Oh, that's a
1: video you, yes, you shared. I put, yeah, I, put, I, have, I, put I haven't that seen video, it. Yet. It
0: was awesome. I was looking
1: forward to watching it, it this weekend.
0: Awesome. You still need to watch it because <laughs> I'm, I'm just giving you kind of like a less than the cliff notes. But the great thing about these guys are, and you'll appreciate this being from New York, is they got that New York accent because they were from um, they were from Manhattan, uh-huh. the northern northern part of Manhattan, yeah, 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 in yeah, yeah. town, and something like that. But they were like, yeah, you know, so I, it was just the, the accent and everything. <laughs> yeah. It was just beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. So, yeah, you need to check it out. Um, I definitely will. Like, that's like a real friend. goes into a war zone so just to buy you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> So, with that being said, that's awesome so with that being said skirt we're gonna um we're gonna shift gears here a little bit um so like I had said earlier this week uh was a bit of a tough week for the uh the uh the outcry family, and we're not gonna kinda we're not gonna get into um the the specifics um but we're all gonna say that it was it was it was a tough week and um and it, it, you know, it affects me because it affects my brother, uh, and and so Jay, uh, hit me up, um, you know, earlier in the week, and he was just like, hey man, can you just uh, can you just pray for us? And you know, some things happen, and and we're both really just uh, uh, you know feeling down, and and uh, that's when uh, Jay on Tuesday posted the uh, the video. We were gonna have a different discussion this week. Um, but Jay just felt compelled um, to share uh shift gears and and share kind of what was what was on his heart in that moment of, um, um, of pain. I would say in that moment of maybe a little confusion, um, as to why things happened the the way they did. So that's kind of I'm, so I'm giving you the setup so that Jay can uh, go ahead and pick it up. And Jay, why don't you walk us through, um, what what you want to share with us today?
1: Oh, sir. That was a good
0: intro.
1: <laughs> um, it's hard to talk about, it. and like Joaquin said, I'm not. I'm not going to get into any uh, specifics because I'm just not ready. Right, I'm just not ready. I haven't talked about this at all, but I just want to know. I just want to know. I just want you all to know that um, that my house, my house something um something happened that impacted all of us right so of course i'm going to reach out to the brothers and um ask for prayer because that's that's what we're called to do within the family right within the kingdom and um but something hit me and that's why i decided to make the video and change the topic for this week like when when god's will hurts right or what happens or, or or another another title is like, well, you know, what what do you do when God doesn't make sense? Correct, right. right? What do you do? Because um, like the things that that were troubling me, like the questions that I had, were be beyond the why or the why me. But um, the the questions that I was that I still am struggling with is um, you know. Not just the "why me" as um as a heart cry, like "oh, woe is me, woe is I," but it's more of a um you know, Lord, why if, right? Because you 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 tend to, or or, or I started thinking about years of service, years of dedication, right? Even um even those times where I where I stumbled, all those times where I just flat out fell on my face, so just flat out quit right <clears throat> I returned, and i worked like i said i I've been in ministry for over twenty years right and um and 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 it's and i guess it's it's our humanity our humanity tends to tends to i guess think in think of things in terms of reward right right because like if you work real hard then you get rewarded with a raise or a promotion or whatever so like my and I, I guess I was a little I was a little joke this week towards the end towards the end I was like, you know, you know why if if I've given you my life right I've done this I've done all this. I've done things, that you know? I've sacrificed my life I sacrifice my dreams I've sacrificed like my desires, all the things that I wanted to do Lord I, I've sacrificed them to you right for you to do your work, to live in poverty, to live in need, to live in whatever, right? Why did you let this happen?
0: Right. Right, cuz we we have we have um this this thought process um kind of like you said, you know? I mean, it happens to all of us. Even in little things, right? You know, why I've done, you know, you're correct, I've done all these things and yet this person gets this blessing that I want. Right. Right, or you know, I've done all these things and this person uh gets to do this thing that, that I've wanted to do. Um and and that's a that's a tough thing because if we're really honest with ourselves, then we have to ask ourselves, well, wait a minute, if we if we take a step back, we gotta go, wait a minute. So did I do all these things because I want God's blessings? That's the only reason I did it? Because if that's the only reason we do it, then we're doing it out of a very selfish yeah, and, and prideful
1: heart. And it's empty, right? Because, you know, your desires from, from out of the mouth, right, speaks the desires of your heart. Or the desires of your heart speak out of your mouth, come out of your mouth, right? So then um so like I was I was numb. Like a part of me is still it's still numb, you know. Um like I haven't I'm still not ready to talk about it. I'm still not ready to share. Magda has shared and she's talked to a few people and then it's, it's, it's so funny how, how, um, you know, as a, as a Bible nerd and as an ex Bible and as a Bible college kid, you know, you tend, it, it almost like it works against you sometimes to know so much Bible, right? Because um, you, you tend to to bring up all these verses that show that, well, the sovereignty of God to show that God's in control of everything. And then, so, so then you start questioning those things, right? Cause Lord, you know, if, if, if you're in control and everything happens according to your will and how you let it, then you let this happen, right? You mm-hmm. allowed this to happen. You knew this was going to happen and you let it happen anyway. So you didn't protect me. You didn't protect my family. You didn't protect our hearts, right? Right now, the heartache and the pain that we're going to suffer through for the rest of our lives, right? It's because you allowed it. Right? And like these are the things that I'm struggling with. These are the things, right? And then and then I rebuke myself because again, you tend to know a lot of Bible, right? You you know a lot of things, right? right? So I tend to rebuke myself and, and 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 give myself like, you know, but but God is sovereign and all things do work together for good. And I've seen his hand work in my life in the middle of my trials, in the middle of my struggles, I've seen God's hand like protect me and cover me and lift me. Right. So, um, but it's just, it doesn't make sense.
0: Right. Cause we have our mindset, our mindset tends to be, um, and this is because, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of people teach kind of this idea that if, uh, if you're a believer and if you become a believer that somehow life is going to be, hunky-dory like everything is going to be good and you're just going to get blessing upon blessing if you do all these things and nothing bad's going to happen and then someone like me who is kind of a pessimistic pessimistic <laughs> kind of person right i've gotten better but you yeah. know i i tend to look at things and go wait a minute Nothing nothing was promised to us like that, you know, <laughs> now I say things like that, I'm the bad guy, right, but it's like you know then we look at job because you you brought him up and and it's like, well, well, look at job, Job had everything, lost everything, even his friends were a bit scumbaggish, and his wife, his wife you know, was telling him, you know you're a wife, fool and, you know how stuff. can you stay
1: there and still be faithful? you right. what you need to do is curse God and just die
0: right but when we but when we look at that. We don't, What's funny is a lot of times when that's taught, it's not, Hey, you know, this is how you suffer and it's good for you, you know? And it's a good thing because good things will come out of suffering. It's always like, well, look how much more blessed he was afterwards. Cause he made yes. it through. Yes. I'm um, totally
1: missing the point no, no, of the no, book no, no, of Job no, no,
0: because, uh, let's, uh, look at our favorite dude, Paul, that dude should have been living like in a, <laughs> in a, like a a hundred thousand square foot mansion. Driving like the Rolls Royce of carriages back then?
1: chariot, <laughs> oh, chariots.
0: The chariot. you know, because that dude was like the dude. I mean, he wrote like bunch of books in the Bible. <laughs> and everything that happened to him was like you know, we've talked about it before. Drownings, oh. bitings, beating,
1: abandonments, you know jailments. He died. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: You know, you know, so yeah, so it's so, it's a um, it's a hard thing because at the end of the day we you know the reality is right, none of us like to suffer and and unfortunately, a lot of times in church um we're told um that if we do the right things, then we won't suffer, but that's not true because we also live in this broken world, all right, exactly,
1: you know, and um i mean if and that's right, this because like If Jesus suffered, right, and I live for Christ and I'm supposed to be a representative of Christ, then who the hell am I to think that not only am I not going to suffer, but that I shouldn't suffer? Correct. Right. How arrogant must I be to think that I shouldn't go through things? Right. How arrogant must I be to think that God should keep me from certain things when he didn't keep his son from crucifixion? Like, even when Jesus was in and I, and I said this in the video when he was in the garden of Gethsemane he was praying to God like so rough and so hard out of the fear and, and and the anguish that he was going through you know that he was sweating blood and he like he his prayer was you know take this cup from me pass this cup from me like basically you know come on dad let's we can we can do this another Gotta way be another way Let, let's let's find another way but then he resolved and he, he resolved himself and he's like you know well let not my will be done, but let your will be done. Right, and even in the Lord's prayer, you know, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right. So, like right. I said, I haven't talked to anybody about it yet, but I, I've been having—it's <laughs> so weird—I've been having like these these inward conversations, and to be completely transparent, these inward arguments with God. Right. Just like you know, just I I I, I sat down last night by myself in my living room. And um, like if somebody would have recorded me. It, I would be taken away. I'd be in a padded oh, room it's like right the, now.
0: Like the scene in that movie, the apostle where he was in his room, like just screaming
1: <laughs> at God. I, 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 like sunshine was just kept looking at me like er? And then she would go back to sleep and then pick up her head again. Like, like you know, dude, and her doggy thoughts, like, dude, not only am I trying to sleep, but like, you're completely wilding out right now. What's going on with you? Right, I would sit there and I would um just have these conversations, right? And these inward arguments with the Lord. And um and that's the thing because again, the sovereignty of God is something that we that we know that He is in control. He is in control of everything, right? Right. And um and even the bad. Even the bad. And that's the thing that if you're a believer and you believe that God is sovereign. Right. And if you're a believer and you have the faith that you say you have and you have the trust in God that you say that you have, then even in the bad things, you have to have that trust. You have to hold on to that faith and that trust that even these bad things, that God will work it out for his good. Right. Correct. So um so that's what I did. Like I went and I totally flipped up. So I guess this week's actual topic we can use it for next week right but um what 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 the holy spirit gave me last night and when paul talks about this in 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 corinthians he's he's talking about something completely separate but this is what the holy spirit gave me last night right because you know you can stand up and you can shake your fist at heaven you can shake your fist at god and you could even like like do, try to pull a Jeremiah and say that's it, I'm done with you. I'm not going to speak of you anymore, you know. But <laughs> for those of us that have been in this long and, and has such a love and such a relationship with the Lord, it's it's very it's it's easy to say with your mouth, but it's really hard to just walk away, right? right. So on. Yeah, um, right. So the the verses that that the Lord gave me last night, Second Corinthians twelve nine and ten, and it's just bits and pieces, right? But in nine, in nine, Paul says. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Right. And and from that, I I, I just hold on to that. God's grace is made perfect in my weakness because in my weakness, I became angry at God. In my weakness, I became angry at my situation rather than believing that God's will is sovereign. God's will is perfect for my life, right? And um, mm-hmm. and it's very human to filter life through the pain that you're going through at the moment, rather than filter that pain through Jesus's grace, right. right? Correct. Filter that pain through His grace and know that that it's sufficient. That His grace covers all wounds. His grace covers all things, and His grace will lead. To a supernatural peace that he will give you during this time, because it's 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 almost like I held on to that more when my dad passed away three years ago than I did at this current moment. Like it's like I totally forgot. Correct. Right. And 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 you guys, Juice, just walked in. You guys were both there when my dad passed away, and I'm so so grateful that you guys were because you helped me. You know, I guess um, deal with that or go through that, right? And um and then 10 says, "For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. right So admitting to God, right, you know this this thing sucks, right this is hard, it's rough. I hate that this happened, but I know, Lord, I trust in you that your grace is sufficient, that this is still your perfect. And sovereign will for my life, right? And um, there's something to learn from this, right? Or, or if not, there's something to take from this that that we can help other people, right? That possibly because some, something that we were told is that it happens more than than people know, right? Right? Like we don't we don't really know. I mean, unless you go through it, you don't know these things, right? But apparently, it happens a lot more, a lot more. Than people actually know
0: right, and the, you know and the the thing is, is that you know, as we look you know the the you know the scripture I mean it talks about you know the weakness, calamities, hardships um and what's what's funny And another way of kind of looking at it is um a lot of times we think we go through things because God's trying to teach us something, and i I was thinking about that today actually um at work and you know, a lot, you know, in here, the only thing, and if you read the whole, uh, the whole, you know, like the whole verses within, within the context of the chapter, you know, the only thing that was being taught, right. Was, was Paul was like saying, look, I realize that I just need to rely on God's grace. Correct. Period. And I know, um, a lot of times I was, so I, was, I was having a conversation with my mom too long ago And she was like you know we're going through all these things What is it that God's trying to teach us and, and we always tend to view it that way And I think the Sometimes if we look at it that way Then when we don't get answers We get frustrated You know when we're like well but I've done everything right So what is there to learn Well the, I think a lot of times The lesson uh, Even Job right the lesson wasn't That you did anything but The lesson is that we need to filter our pain uh, through the grace of through the grace of God. And we need to try to look at it through through those lenses and saying, I don't understand it. Um, you know, I've done everything right. Right. I've I've walked the walk. I've been, you know, living the life. Um, but there's still hardship and pain. And I need to I need to look at it through the lens of. Grace through the lens of God's grace, not for others, but through the lens of God's God's grace for me. Right, and knowing that that
1: that grace—if we filter our pain and our suffering through God's grace—then um, we'll be able to feel, feel, you know, that peace that surpasses all understanding. In his presence, right? Only in His presence, right. and 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 no, the hurt doesn't go away. No, doesn't no, mean that it, the hurt it, goes away. The hurt doesn't go away at all because I you I know. still. Like I still feel hurt when I think about my dad's passing away and other things, but you know it, it doesn't go away. But there's, there's comfort in knowing that an everlasting, sovereign, loving God is there and loves right you. to take you, to take that pain away, to or to to cover you and to 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 caress you and coddle you in His love, so that you're able to you know, to, to, to pass through that, to walk right. through that storm.
0: Right. It's like that. It's like that. Remember that poem footprints where the yeah. guys was like I've been walking in the sand. I always saw two sets of prints and there was just one set. God, where were you in the, and where were you during those, those tough times? And what did Jesus say? said, those, it was in those times that I carried <laughs> it was you. those times that I carried right? you. So then,
1: um, last week you spoke about James and you brought this up today and I'm grateful for that. You know, James chapter one verses two through four. You know he writes, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Right? So it's almost, it's like it's crazy. Like the first verses, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, and 10. You know, in there we find grace and strength. Right? Through our suffering. Through our weakness. We find grace and strength. And then James, the brother of Jesus, teaches that that we, when our faith is tested, that we should count it as joy. We like we should be happy when we get these tests of faith and we go through these strugglings because you know it 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 produces steadfastness. It it produces long suffering. It produces a strength of will and an assurance in God that cannot be shaken and that cannot be moved. Right. And it says that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And, and, and I'm grateful that you brought this up because like, I totally didn't think about these. Whereas when my my time of homelessness, this is exactly what I held on to. Right. Right. And this is like, Lord, I'm gonna go through this. But like, if, if you don't help me, I'm gonna die because right, I, I, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll admit it. I wasn't made to be living in the streets. <laughs> I was, I wasn't created for that. I'm, like, I'm from the streets, like, but I'm, I'm not from the streets. I'm not that. I'm not that guy. <laughs> it's like I don't do camping. If it's like in a sleeping bag on the ground in a tent, that's not me. I, I do camping hmm. in a in a lodge on a bed. <laughs> right. I mean, I'll sleep in the sleeping bag on the floor, but it'll be it'll be in a lodge. It'll be in a lodge, <laughs> right, a or in a cabin or something, right? And I'm not that guy, but um. And, you know, a friend of Magda's, um, one of her best friends, blue eyes, uh, Sorry, Jessica, Jessica, she, um, she told, she, she told us, you know, you know, God's will is God's will. Right. And it's for us to trust in God's will and to hold on in God's will. And if he answers our prayers as far as the why, then that's his will. And if he doesn't, then that's still his will. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a right? tough and it's a tough thing to say. That's
0: yeah, it is. It's a tough thing to hear. It is,
1: it, it, and especially a tough thing to, to hear from someone that like you hold close, right? For so someone that you love and you, it's part of your inner circle, right? I, I think that's probably why I don't want to talk to you guys about it because <laughs> I'm not ready to hear that yet. Even though I know it to be true, and I've said it to myself, and I've prayed, and 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 I and I know that you've said it to us you know and yeah I, I say to you guys all the time whenever you guys go through things but um like i'm not ready to hear it right now like, I, I'm, I'm not I, I just i want it to be clear that i'm not angry at god i'm not like um in a phase of rebellion shaking my fist at the heavens or anything you know i i just i just need a i just i, I need i need this moment of just like just silent reflection you know it's almost i i feel it Like, um, like David, right. David had to shut himself away and pray and like, you know, throw ashes on his head and whatever. And then after that he was done, he got up, he washed up, he ate. And it was like nothing. Right. So I I feel like this is, this is my time of that. this is my time of that. I've been, um, David had, David did it for three days. I've been, (laughs) today's your third day. I've been going to sleep like late. Because you know, I, I've been staying up afterwards just to just to pray and to ask and just to talk to God and, and and try to and try to make sense, try to make sense for myself more than for anybody else, so that I can be, and it's mainly so that I can be a better help and a better source of comfort for my house, rather than you know act like it's nothing because it's not nothing. The pain is there. The hurt is there, the anguish is there, right? And I know that that God's hand is in the midst of all that, but I need to cover my house through all this while God is covering me. Right? So, right. you know, sometimes sometimes, you know, that sometimes God's will sometimes God's will hurts. I
0: mean, it doesn't.
1: It doesn't. Right, and sometimes doesn't make it, sense. it doesn't make sense. At all, and you can ask God why until you're blue in the face. But you know, it's it funny. We go back to Job, and when when Job finally snapped, that he asked God, "Well, why did you let this happen to me? Why this? You know." And, and I'm fearful of that because I don't want I don't want God to answer me the way He answered like, Job, um, do, right? Do. Like when when He told Job, "Well, where were you when, when I hung the earth on nothing." Right. right, It's like, it's like um, Damn. um I, you, you know where I was. right? Where were you? It's like, like who are you? Me. Like, who are you to ask me what my will is? Right. And Paul teaches that his ways are higher than our ways. And his thoughts, are our thoughts are not his thoughts. You know, I, 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 I had this saying that I, I haven't actually said in a long time, but it came to me this week while I was suffering through all this, right. That, Faith isn't faith until it's all you're holding on to. Right. And sometimes God's will isn't going to make sense. And sometimes God's will might hurt. Right. But it doesn't mean that he doesn't love you. It doesn't mean that he's not there covering. And it doesn't mean that he's left us or his grace is gone. His grace is there. His love is there. His covering is there. And if we have the faith that we say, In God, then that means that we trust fully good, bad, confusion, the things that don't make sense, but God is still God. God is true. God remains God. He remains sovereign and he remains Lord of all. Right? So if you're going through something now where you feel that it's a test of your faith, then, then, then hold on to the words of James where he says that to stay strong and stay holding on to the Lord because it, it, It it brings a strength and steadfastness, right? Hold on to the words of Paul where he says that his grace, that God's grace is sufficient. And instead of filtering the pain or life through this pain or through this suffering that you're going through right now, right? Filter that pain and suffering through God's grace, right? And let it, let it envelop you, let it envelop
0: you. And, and, and God will still see you through. Yeah. And so, you know, um, With, uh, with that, you know, not a whole lot to add more, just, um, you know what, life, life is tough and we, you know, we, we've said it before and I think, you know, it's something we'll always, we'll always say, you know, we're always kind of told that life will be good if you're a believer and things are going to be all great and, you know, fantastic. But the reality is we live in a fallen world and things happen and um, all we can do is trust that our heavenly father knows what's going on and he's in command. And, you know, like Jay said, like we said earlier, filtering all this, this hurt that we might feel filtering it through, uh, his grace and his love, even when it doesn't make sense. And so, uh, with that, uh, we're done for, for today. Um, Guys, if uh, you guys are going through anything, leave us a comment. Uh, we'll be—you know—we we would love to pray for you. I'd love to pray for you in whatever it is that you're going know. through. With that being said, uh, this is Joaquin. This is Jay, and this is the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com.